Poetry is not a luxury. Audre Lorde. Chris Mattingly of Louisville, Kentucky, is the author of A Light for Your Beacon, translations of Anglo-Saxon riddles, and the forthcoming Scuffletown from Typecast Publishing. His poems have lately appeared in Lumberyard, Still, Louisville Review, Sawmill, and Forklift, Ohio. Chris holds an MFA in poetry from Spalding University, cultivates a great big garden, plays the banjo, sometimes travels ridiculous distances for good burgoo and chess pie, and is the eighth generation Mattingly to live in Kentucky. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus Dorsey. Chris, what poems have you brought for us today? Bonfire. Out back of the house, Mom and me are feeding a fire. Furniture broken from a fight. The wood so cheap, it melts like glue, like faces in the family photographs. The mattress will be last, so for now, it's a fireside seat shared with a pack of reds and pint of early times. Yellow smoke hovers over our heads like words we can't say. There is a narrative here. Implied in the ridge of fist marks shading her jaw. Embedded like the broken glass in her boyfriend's foot when he stumbled out hungry, mumbling something about supper. And she sprayed a fistful of gravelly words, making him cat scatter back in the house. I want to tell her this won't last. If for no other reason then he will overdose six months down the road. She'll move deeper into the country of her estrangement, and I will leave for the coast, opting for a backseat bed in a Honda Accord over the basement mattress in a dark and bloody ground. I wish I could run my fingertip in circles upon her sweaty palm or pat my hand like a wing upon her back and say, Okay, Mom. You will be my daughter, and I'll be the father you never knew. I will lift you from your burning life and carry you to the river where we'll sit licking ice cream cones. But I can't. I'm only 19 and still think I'm going to live forever. That half of everyone I will ever love, I haven't met. And that when I leave, I'm leaving for good. Mom explains the scar on her wrist. You were at the river camp, just drinking. I was drinking Zima, sitting listening to the radio. Curtis was inside, passed out. I could see him. I was right outside the living room window, listening to the stereo, trying to have me a drink, when Bud, he smacks that window to scare me. I was right beneath that window, too. So I jumped up and spilt my drink. When he hit the window to scare me, I was staring at the sky thinking, it ain't never this blue. I shot straight up, spattered my dang drink. I was fuming like gas, I was so mad. So I pretended to go back to that blue sky, but really sat waiting for him to pass back out. Boy, I was mad enough to make a preacher cuss. When I spied the cigarette smoldering on his knuckle, I knew he passed back out. So I slapped the window and shouted, Watch it! 
right soon as I seen the cherry sear the knuckle. My hand shattered the glass and slashed my wrist when I hit the window and hollered at him. Him, being dumb as owl crap, was still passed out. I could see him through the blood-tinted window. All I wanted was to sit at the river and drink. Wake for the stepdaddy that never married my mother. I want to laugh when I see the casket because it looks like the primer gray Ford Ranger sitting on cinder blocks in your front yard, bed littered with Quaker State bottles and bags of crushed aluminum cans, bumper sticker in the window that reads, When the tailgate drops, the bullcrap stops. I want to laugh when I see you lying here in a flannel shirt unbuttoned over a work-worn thin thermal and your gold-plated Dale Earnhardt pocket watch, which my mom said when she found you face down in the bathroom next to the toilet, had quit ticking at 5.05, the date you died and time estimated by the coroner tucked neatly into the pocket of your starched blue jeans, and the wool-lined house slippers, and the black sock hat rolled above your ears where I whisper jokes just to see if you crack a smile. But your mouth is stitched shut over the chewing tobacco stretched pouches under the lip which looks painted red with the juice of a cherry slushy. I want to laugh because your eyes are laid down like the corrugated metal slats you dragged into strips to kill the grass after the mower quit while you are riding it down to the 7-Eleven for a thrifty nickel and a six-pack. You cursed all the way home, hoofing down Highway 41, while the cars honked and whizzed past. I want to laugh, because I hear a voice behind me say, That's the best he's looked in five years. You've been listening to poems by Chris Mattingly on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Ribbonis-Dorsey. You can visit The Poet's Weave online at wfiu.org slash poetsweave.